This episode is brought to you by Fender Play. Fender Play is the complete online learning platform for guitar, bass, and ukulele. With Fender Play, you can play your first song in just minutes with short, easy-to-follow lessons taught by experienced instructors. New members can try Fender Play free for two weeks and save 50% off Fender Play annual plan. To take advantage of this offer, go to Fender.com podcast. That's Fender.com podcast. And be sure to use our special offer code TMS at checkout. Coming up on TMS... Brian keeps one hand in his pocket. I remember the boobs and my grandma glaring. Finger licking dating game. Half Michael Jackson, half Alanis Morissette. Turnip lady rubs my cheese. Float some quality biscuits. Eleven is too early for the boob show. A man wearing a thong, comma. <laughs> one glove Brian. Worm boner. <laughs> Same thing. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> quality biscuits from the Dutch oven. Scott Long's for a gold tool. What kind of a monopoly deal? Poopy Chuck Point. Major spoilers. Trek nerd and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. All right, where the hell have you been? In and out, up and down, never home. It's a mess. You're a mess. But it's so romantic when you're young. So, so poetic. My father would have taken a belt to me. Helen has a habit plan, and it includes a healthy breakfast and a pleasant word with her parents. The morning stream, 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 the morning stream. Many Bothans died to bring you this information. This is the morning stream. Hello, everybody. Good morning and welcome to a Monday edition of TMS. It is April 13th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. That guy is Brarnabuck. Hello. Happy Monday to you, or as uh, as it feels like now, another day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. Just another day. Having a hard time telling them apart, honestly. It's sort of just yeah. still bleeding together here a little bit. Uh, we hope you guys are well out there. Uh, we braved another trip to the store over the weekend. Oh. Ooh, how'd that go? Well, we were out of the fresh produce, see, and that's important for a good balanced diet. So we thought, you know, totally let's head out there to the Smiths. And we decided we'd, uh, we'd do it on Easter because uh, we figured it'd be less crowded, right? Like, go Easter morning. People are sure. home with their kids doing their whatever their makeshift Easter business is for the morning. And we thought we could go sneak one in. And the problem that we ran into was we forgot how many places close on Easter. So... Uh, oh, the three immediately around us grocery stores all closed for Easter. Costco closed for Easter. The only one open was this one called Smith's. It was open, but because it's the only one open, it's where everybody went. They were thinking like us. They all thought like we did and mm-hmm. went there. Mm-hmm. So it was a little, mm-hmm. a little busier, a little more people than you'd like. You know, you're trying to keep your distance. <laughs> Quick, we need chocolate bunnies and eggs we can decorate. <laughs> I mean, there was actually some of that. I saw some people shopping that way. But I just have sure. some data to share. This is very sort of low-level, not really a good wide test sort of data. But I'm going to give you the data I found. Okay? Please, give me the data. Masks. They've had an uptick in uh, recommended usage uh, mm-hmm. from various sources. And so people are now, they went from, oh, I don't need a mask. They don't do anything anyway to, ooh, maybe we should just wear a mask. Uh, so I wanted to do a little bit of a head count. And I got there. And I noticed that... About 50% of the people in the store were, were wearing masks. That includes employees. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Would you say the, per- the employees were a higher percentage, though? Or would you say that 
even of the employees is still about 50%. It looked about 50 with the employees even because the employees didn't all have them. It, it was split wow. for sure. Yeah. I would think that uh, I would think that, that would be a company like they would make it some sort of policy at the store to say we're going to do this because you know it helps a little bit maybe it doesn't prevent everything but at least it 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 shows that we care as a company and so everybody wear a mask exactly i would have thought that too uh however um the uh what was i going to say oh the 100 percent of those employees are wearing gloves the glove part Hmm. though Mm -hmm. throws me a little bit because depending on how you use them Mm-hmm. they're more than useless because if you okay so l- let's say you're out there with your gloves and you right. handled a bunch of carrots and let's say that those carrots uh had uh covid-19 on the carrots okay just mm-hmm. just saying so then <laughs> some covid ni- some beta covid carotene right yeah there, there you go the, the carrot. Ca- carrot 19 is what you got going there yes yes <laughs> so they're they're ha- manhandling those with the gloves sure. then the minute they go do anything else with those gloves just like hands, they've moved mm-hmm. it to something else. The gloves didn't sure. protect you from moving it. It just facilitated you moving it as, as if it was your own hand. So you either have to change gloves after everything you touch, or the more simple thing is to handle the carrots, go wash your hands, handle the next thing, go wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah, Instead, you're be, just going mean, to run that, out that, of gloves. That would be the only way to do it, right? Exactly. Right. You need some sort of thing in between, either a changing of the gloves, which would be silly, yeah. or a washing of the hands between each each thing. Exactly. Um, yeah, I uh, the one time I went into a store since this whole thing started, I did the Michael Jackson thing. Uh, one hand in my pocket and the other, I guess it's more of the Alanis Morissette Michael Jackson thing. Oh, I was hoping uh, you'd, that meant on, you grabbed your crotch and went, what? when you walked in right well uh, one glove and then just the other hand in my pocket and that way like (laughs) um if i'm touching stuff in the store that other people probably touched yeah then i'm using the gloved hand when i'm uh dealing with my wallet i'm pulling it out you know basically putting my pulling my card out of my wallet with that same hand and (laughs) probably under my elbow i can't remember i did it i think it just actually the card i use is is removable via thumb and then put that in the machine that way the only thing i'm touching with the ungloved hand is the stuff that i brought with me you know oh gotcha okay no that makes sense because then then you came you leave with with what you came with with that's right exactly i may have spread you know i may have taken the COVID off of the the carrots and moved it over to the frosted flakes or over to the uh (laughs) the coffee mate or whatever but uh yeah well the good news is it only lives on cardboard for like six a hours. Day. Yeah. Six yeah. hours a to day a day. Max. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, but on the plastic, you're a little more hosed. Uh, Saturday, I did yeah. a 24-mile uh, bike ride and kind of the same thing. I was looking to see way, way more. I mean, we talked about this last week when I went on a bike ride, and it seemed like one-tenth of the people out there were wearing masks. Mm. Um, the bike ride I did Saturday, uh, it was a good, I would say it's a good 60 to 70% of people on the ride were wearing masks. Mm. and the last stretch it's funny because as you get further west you get to the more like you know the really nice houses that tina and i don't live in but we live amongst the really nice like from where i'm standing i can look and see all the nice houses around me but uh we have that exact uh, thing by the way there's like a three million dollar house right across the road on a on the lake right there that is like out of reach for any common people and yet here we are staring (laughs) at it it's annoying 
but it was funny. Anyway. It was like it came down that last stretch going west. Um, fewer and fewer masks. So, uh, rich people, I don't think we need to wear a mask, Muffy. I think it's uh, <laughs> it makes it harder for people to understand me when I'm talking. Right, right. It already is hard but, with uh, the rich to hear and understand what those rich uh, exactly, Mr. Howls are saying. But uh, yeah. East, boy, you know, the more masks, way more masks, and then as you get west, it's like. Sorry, I'm wearing one. You have never been more prepared for a thing that's probably going to get canceled. I'm so impressed with how prepared you are for this thing. You're going 24 miles this time. You're going to be doing 50 before you know it. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> the thing. well, here's the deal. If it gets, if the outdoor event gets canceled, I actually personally, I'm of the belief that I that it won't get canceled. I think that um, number one, it's late enough in June that it probably won't also, but they probably will have... Oh, I thought it was May. Why did I think it was May? No, it's going to be at the end of June. Oh, then, yeah, the you, you might be that, right. Um, they will probably institute some sort of thing at the stops where instead of just going into the stops and everybody kind of clustering around, it'll probably be, there'll probably be a path that goes through the stop. Yeah. And you'll go refill your water bottle, get your Gatorade, get your scratch, eat a couple vanilla wafers with peanut butter and a banana on top. Those are the best. Um, uh, grab an apple slice or whatever, and then back on your bike, or, or probably walking your bike all the way through this whole thing. Oh, yeah, like, a, like a little pit stop style thing. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious as to uh, if that's if that's the way to do it. Now, if they cancel the whole event, which is a possibility, mm. then um, it just goes virtual and... Um, I do 75 miles on the indoor bike on Saturday, 75 miles on the indoor bike on Sunday. And um, if that's the oh, case, I didn't know that. might do the whole thing, might stream the whole damn thing. I don't know. You <laughs> should stream it. If you're going to do it, you should totally stream it, dude. Yeah. It means, it means I'm not doing the uh, um, not doing the Oculus Go and playing Winter Stand for, <laughs> for right. six hours a day. But uh, we'll right. see. We'll figure it out. I, uh, but, uh, you, and you can stop every once in a while and your wife can just like throw a, throw a freaking nil away for at you while you're exactly, yeah. that's exactly right. I'll just like, you know, stop the, uh, the, the fan blowing in my face. Like I'm not going anymore. And, uh, yeah, we have a new, <laughs> are, you, are you noticing that we yeah, have a new freaking uh, free hotel rooms? Got all the comic ideas this morning. So give me some more Fred and can advice. <laughs> Good job there, bud. Keep those uh, coming. I'm sure one will get coming, used. <laughs> one of those will get used Thanks, sometime. Bob. Uh, anyway, Hi, I regardless, I think it's cool that you're that you're killing it on there. That's great. Yeah, and you know what? It's um, it's good that I'm doing that too for the reason that uh, the stupid sourdough starter. Not only is again is it like having another child in the house, yeah, but it's uh, you know, it's it's carbs, sure. right? Everything we make from that is carbs. Sourdough um, is so much better for you, though, than... Uh, it is, right? It's the good... Yeah. Like, it's good gut bacteria, too. Yeah, it's very good. Um, but here's the thing. So we made a couple loaves of sourdough bread on Saturday. And this is the thing where I, I take the sourdough starter, mix it in with some flour, some water, some salt. Yeah. Um, knead it, then let it sit for a while, punch it down, knead it, let it sit for a while, punch it down, blah, blah, blah. We made one loaf in a loaf pan, and then we made a boule. B-O-U-L-E, which is just like a ball of sourdough just on a on a cookie sheet. Sure. Because I didn't have a, I have my Dutch oven now, but it arrived after we made the, the sure. boule. Sure, So next time it'll be a Dutch oven. Right. Um, they came out okay. They yeah. didn't rise as much as I wanted them to, so they're a little dense. But here's the other thing. So yesterday, clearing out the sourdough, like feeding the sourdough starter, mm -hmm. and you're left over with like, or you've got like about a cup of starter that you basically dump down the drain, unless you want to find a way to use it. 
Yesterday, I decided, let's make some biscuits with that because I found a biscuit recipe. Holy crap. These biscuits came out awesome. Like, of all the things we've made with the sourdough starter, we've really only made three things with the sourdough starter. This is the best thing you that we've made with the You floated some starter. quality biscuits out of that starter. That's awesome. Floated some floated some quality <laughs> biscuits. <laughs> I'm jealous of that. Not, These biscuits sound yeah. great. Oh, my gosh. They, they, they are awesome. And they puffed up. Like, those those came out perfect. And so um, made them early enough that we, uh, we made... Uh, egg biscuit, like McDonald's egg biscuit sandwiches for dinner last oh. night. That was our <laughs> that sounds so good. That was our dinner. Yeah, it was great. We had so uh, we had roast chicken, and uh, Kim made like mm. a pretty nice little Easter spread for the two of us. It was very nice. Very cool. So, uh, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, I did have this to say. What was I going to say yes. about the yeah. masks? Oh, nobody. But most of the patrons didn't have gloves on so maybe they all know that that's dumb there there were not dumb but you know complicated it's just a more complicated yeah. thing what you do is don't touch your face keep your hands away from your head do all the handy stuff you got to do get home and wash the hell out of your hands and wipe down your steering wheel and you're good right of course yep uh we got a great question here from rob he might go by bob or maybe robert could be could or be. bobbert anyway he says this is there any event you two, uh, sorry, sorry. If there <laughs> is there any event, I had it right the first time, you had to leave because you were ill and have regretted it ever since. My wife and me mm. were in New York for uh, from the UK on holiday, a vacation, he wrote in parentheses in case we didn't know what that meant, uh, to see a play on Broadway with Christopher Walken and Sam Rockwell, but we had to leave halfway wow. through due to a sickness bug. I've never known how it ends. Uh, the answer is yes, and the reason I'm putting this on here today is because it has to do with Brian. I got yeah, really, really sick. I think sick. I know which, which event this is. I got really sick in Las Vegas in 2008 and was supposed to be yeah. going that night to Brian's Coverville 500 concert uh, with all my podcast buddies, mm-hmm. and I was so sick I couldn't go. I didn't go, and I regret I it. Know. I hate it. I was it. so bummed about that, yeah. right? Because it was like, oh, my God, Scott's going to make it. And this was early on. This might have been... This would have been the first time you and I met in person, right? Because it was before in person, the yes. first spectacular that I came to. Yep, and we did, and we did technically meet earlier at like the Las Vegas Hilton or somewhere. We bumped oh, into each we? other. Oh, did we? One talked. of the um, one of the podcast expos. Yeah, you were like, well, no, it was in Vegas. You were at a bar, and it was just earlier that day. <laughs> really? Before, before oh, wow. I, okay. Before I felt like crap, oh. maybe. Maybe you were right, drunk. Yes. I, don't, I don't know. No, no, no. That's right. That was right. Same same year, but it was uh, before that. But, but probably Cork's Bar or something. Yeah, right? it, was it was like that. We were hanging around there. I yeah. was meeting Veronica over there. And I think Len, I just missed Len by like a half a second. Wait, was he there that year? Maybe I'm thinking of something else with Len. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The he, point, he definitely was there that year. Was he there? Uh, okay. Because he yeah, and I just was, missed each other. Like he He showed up like 10 minutes after I left and then. That night I was so sick it was like I can't go to this thing mm. and uh, yeah it wasn't it wasn't not even uh, could you not make it to the 500 you you left Vegas yeah early. I got out of there the well the next morning I left very early that's right because I felt yeah. so shitty and we ended up staying in um, but part of the problem was we were in the worst flamingo hotel room ever it was so <laughs> gross yeah. in there dude oh my gosh I don't know if they've redone all that now or whatever but it was so bad in 2008. So I left there. We went to St. George. It's only a 45-minute drive back to St. George. Mm-hmm. And uh, got a nice little hotel there and just sort of convalesced for a day. Wow. And then by, Yeah, the uh, I've you know. never, in, in all the years I've been going to Vegas, I don't think I've ever stayed at the Flamingo. The it's, only time, 
you know, I mean, I've, I've been in the Flamingo a bunch of times. There's really not, aside from the zoo in the back, which is a lot lamer than it used to be. Like, <laughs> they used to have penguins and stuff, and yeah. now they've just got flamingos and koi fish and 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 osmonds. Uh, I got a few osmonds there, and yeah. a couple. They have a couple osmonds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they won't mate if too many people are watching. They're kind of like pandas. They just will. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Got to be careful. But. Uh, um, uh, but I've never actually stayed there. The only other memory I have of the the flamingo is uh, I think I might have told this story on the show before, but I'll tell it really, really quickly. Okay. Um, my grandparents took me out there when I was 13, 13 or fourteen, out to Vegas. Um, they lived in California. We hopped in the car and and did a whole trip. Actually, no, we flew out there. Did a whole trip where we did a plane ride through the Grand Canyon, a little prop plane through the Grand Canyon, and Ooh. then went to Vegas for a couple of days. Stayed at that's cool. Um, we stayed at the Stardust, but yeah. uh, rest in peace. <laughs> Which uh, is we now real to, dust, no, by the way. It's dust dust. It now. is real dust. Yeah. It's dust dust. And uh, and then I, they basically would take me to Circus Circus, give me a handful of quarters, drop me off in the arcade while they went to level two mm. and, <laughs> and did slots or whatever. Mm. But we all got back you know, together for lunch and for dinner. I had a blast. I, I had no complaints about my grandparents doing that probably turn me into who i am now but then we'd get together at night and, and do a dinner and then a show my grandfather said oh i've arranged you're gonna love this brian we're gonna see bill cosby and doug henning at the hilton and it's gonna be absolutely amazing so we go in and uh into the flamingo we go to the showroom the house lights go down the stage lights come up and a bunch of topless women start kicking their feet up and dancing <laughs> left and right you know arm in arm with the big old feathery headdresses and I look over and my grandmother is glaring at my grandfather. It's one of the only things, like the, one of the only things I remember the boobs, but I also remember my grandmother glaring at my grandfather Yeah. and him flagging down a, a waiter or something and saying, now this is Bill Cosby and Doug Henning. And the guy says, nope, they're at the regular Hilton. You're at the Flamingo Hilton. Oh no. Back then, back then, this was uh, before Westgate. Yeah, uh, this is when Hilton just had, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh. Hilton, there was the Hilton, and then there was the Flamingo Hilton. And, oh, uh, crap. <laughs> That's really fun. That's so, basically kind of missing a show then, right there, is what this answers the email. I didn't miss anything, well, Scott. <laughs> uh, I figure. And that also helped him become I mean, the man he is today. Exactly. Like, would it, uh, you know, would it, would it be fun for me to have a story where I said, yeah, I saw Bill Cosby when I was 13. Yeah. But is it better to say I saw un unexpected boobs when I was thirteen? That's certain. I think I had to be younger than thirteen because well, it was, uh, was it was it? shocking. <laughs> I bet it was. Yeah, yeah. If you're whatever age I was, I'm sure ten or eleven. I, probably scarred. I could you. probably do a search and find out when Doug Henning and Bill Cosby performed together at the Las Vegas Hilton and 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 figure out how old I was at that time. Would have been around, uh, he would have probably been, still, he was drugging the ladies then. That's what he was doing, Bill Cosby. <laughs> it turns out. That's right. Yeah. It was before the old, the old. <laughs> it was before everybody thought I was America's dad. I was you got to, to put the jello pudding pops in the refrigerator and put the little roofies in the little tips of the pudding pops and then soak them in the Coca-Cola. <laughs> I mean, look, it's hardly a laughing matter what he did, but it's still funny to kind yeah, of we, do We're that. far enough away from it. Though. Are, are we? <laughs> <laughs> we? We're laughing at the fact that it's Bill Cosby. We're not laughing at the victims that 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 uh, 
suffered through that business because that's horrible. Right. And also, Roofie in a Pudding Pop is a great title, by the way. It's very yeah. good. All right. Uh, well, there's that. <laughs> Thanks, Rob, for uh, that. It's a, a great question. We also got one here from Aaron who says, oh, no, I'm sorry, Anon, because he's anonymous. Uh, he okay. says this, how come Scott always gets a mulligan when he loses on the first round? <laughs> I don't think that's true. Around. It's not true. It isn't true, no. Um, it would happen, you know, if either of them give a wrong answer on the very first round, uh, I do a mulligan because I want to keep the show, I want to keep the game going. It's, yeah, and it isn't just one, me. Brian's the done one it. Where, where we did end it right after the first one, and it was really funny when we did that. Yeah. But... Uh, but Dunaway's done it. It's not just me. We've all had our mulligans after first round. So, Oh, there it is right there. Yes, in 1980 Hilton Showcase, Bill Cosby, Doug Henning, Bill Cosby's sister Sledge, Johnny, yes, that was at 1980 would have been. So I would have been uh, 11, 10 or 11. Yeah, I would have turned a, 11 on 11 that. is early to get the boob show, man. It really is. I turned 11 on that. Uh, well, physically I turned 11, but I turned into a man. Yeah, that right? was the day you turned into a man. <laughs> Puberty came rushing in. That's right. <clears throat> All right. Oh. Well, that would have been, uh, yeah. So that. So that's what those look like. <laughs> Hold on, eighty. That would have been. Uh, wasn't this when they were making their big family push? So you could the circus. Circus was a thing, and all, you know all that. Or am I thinking of? Sure. Okay. No, I mean that was. There were many. There were a couple of a uh, couple of different pushes by Las Vegas in order to attract families, and eighty probably was a. Uh, uh, was a big one. They tried one again in the. In mid '90s, with um, oh, right. Mandalay Bay and the aquarium and and stuff like that, there was uh, God. What was the name of the? There was a great water park on the Strip. Oh yeah, um, what was that called? Uh, Wet and Wild or something uh, like that. Uh, something like that. We went to that. I did yeah. that when I was younger. Um, that oh, it was awesome. That was great. That was great. Yeah, that was such a. Uh, do that was such a great water park right on the Strip. Wet and Wild, Mikey BC says. Yeah, and uh, they had their Derstruka. D- <laughs> which was the you stand in a in a bomb <laughs> yeah right and it's over the top of a really steep slide yeah and the operator says you know put your hands like this and then he hits a button and the bottom opens up and you just drop onto the slide and oh, I, oh love, I love a good Durstruka. Mm. Durstruka. yeah always order that uh, for my appetizer <laughs> it's very good That's right. All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get Dunaway up in it. We're gonna have a little contest here. Um, in fact, it's so me and so Johnny on the spot today. We already have a caller waiting, so don't don't go anywhere, caller. I'm not, you can, nobody can hear you yet, but don't leave. Uh, hold on a second. All right, <clears throat> we're gonna add Dunaway to this call. We're gonna have a little bit of fun, and we're gonna see if we can't get some prizes out there and have mulligans on the first round. Stay tuned and find out after I play this music. Whoops, here it is. <laughs> That's right. We're going to play Babel Royale here on a Monday. We do it on Mondays and Wednesdays with our good friend, Mr. Brian Dunaway, who joins us all the way from South Carolina. Brian, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hello. Oh, hi, Brian. Is it Monday already? It's Monday. I was I up late. So. Yeah. I was up late last night trying to finish up my Easter event in Hanimal Crossing. And yeah. Dude, can we really? say? Can we say? Isn't oh, it great that I'm the? I'm so tired. It's great that the world's second worst pandemic is over now. The the bunny <laughs> right. is gone. Exactly. Uh, if I catch one more egg when I'm trying to a fishing tournament, 
Yeah. During uh, egg hunt season? Yes. yes. Here's what they need to do. Okay. It's an easy way to fix this. When this rolls around next year, and by the way, they've been very patchy, which is unusual for Nintendo. Yeah. They've been listening to the community and doing stuff, and they need to for a game like this where it's got these kind of events. Uh, they made the drop rate way less uh, a bunch of days ago so that people weren't fishing out eggs all the time. And then yesterday they amped it back up again because it's the day itself. And that makes sense. I'm okay with that. Because you got hippity hoppity in your town hopping on one foot like he's got to go pee pee. Yeah, he's a, he's <laughs> he's a freak. He's all like, hey, I need this. I'm like, just shut up. Here's how Get you my- fix it. Here's how you fix it. Next year when this rolls around, if they do it again, uh, oh, they'll have, do it again. have the eggs grow on some of the trees. But don't Weep have eggs. it come out of the, the the wood eggs should grow wood on eggs. those trees, okay? And just yeah. that's where you should get those, and that's it. Uh, the the water eggs, the ocean eggs, those mm-hmm. should come from the ocean, those just should, like shells those do. Those shouldn't exist. Well, they're fine. Just let them wash up on shore. That's totally fine. Oh, there you go. Oh, like, like shells. That's really <laughs> like good. shells, yeah. and don't replace the shells. Have them in addition to yes. the shells. Just have them there. Yes. That's Same how you solve rocks. it. You solve that. Like, yes, you know the you, rocks. Sometimes you wake oh. up and there's like a little rock next to one of the big rocks. Yeah. Make make that a little rock egg next yeah. to the big rock. Or just have uh, them laying around or something. I, I just know so many people are sick of us talking about Animal Crossing. No, it's like if no, I hear no. one more thing about Animal Crossing. It's the greatest thing ever, and, it, and it also the, that bunny should die. All right. Thank uh, you for I, suffering through my... Uh, my suffering. Oh, I enjoyed please, it. Please, and somebody, please tell me. Uh, give me a really good price where I can sell my twelve hundred turnips. Oh my gosh, twelve hundred turnips! The turnip lady wasn't even there yesterday. She what? She had turnip lady was there at my house. Not mine. Not running at her nose. She turned up on my beach. I looked all over for her in the timeline. Whoa, know. are you? You're not a time lord, are you? Not time no, shifting, are no, you? No, 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 no. <laughs> I went. Right. No, I looked for her during the time she was supposed to be there, and she's gone by noon or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never saw her, and I couldn't find her. So I didn't get any turnips yesterday, and that rubs my oh, cheese. No. All right. Oh, no. All Let's right. find out who's been waiting on the line so patiently. Yeah. Uh, hi. Who's this? Hi, it's Kit London from the chat room. Well, hello, Kit oh, London. Oh, Kit London. Yeah, London. that's great. Good to have you here. Thanks for being uh, patient and hanging on there for us. We appreciate it. No worries. And I'm Kit- with you guys on the Animal Crossing. I've needed wood for fences, and I keep getting those stupid eggs. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or, exactly. or let us I convert the eggs. If they let that's us convert the eggs to something else, that would be cool. So I know I'm no game right. designer, but I got solutions for all these problems, man. Right. Just fix yeah, it. Yeah, I'm with you. It's like, I need surprise. I don't need these stupid eggs. Yeah, those eggs are. Right. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. even like the, clo- the the egg clothes are the freaking worst. Oh, they really are exactly. They're terrible. Yeah. Everyone looks like an idiot the in those. Bed. Yeah. The egg bed. Oh, oh, yeah. Did everyone yeah. do their all their stuff? That, like Dunaway, you say yeah. you're up trying to finish it. Did you do every design and get the big gift and everything the at wand. the end? Actually, I, actually, I didn't. But my significant other, she had, she had done all of them. Except when she first started playing, uh, she started playing about when this event started. And so she got a DIY on how to make a hat. Mm. And so she took it to the store and said, I don't want this trash. Sell. Mm -hmm. She had everything except for that one. Oh, no. And this is when she realized, she's like, oh, no, I sold it in the store. She sold a little DIY card. (laughs) Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> just one. She was so furious. All you got to oh, do is, God. I mean, reading those is no big deal. Just puts them in a catalog. So it's, she yeah, yeah. Well, she didn't that. understand that. This is her first. 
the first day that she played Animal Crossing ever. So she didn't know anything about what anything was, and she was just running around doing stuff. Shoot, I got some extra recipes. I didn't get one for the hat, but I'm sure somebody would have found one. Right, that could have uh, traded. I ended up just selling, mass selling every egg thing I had, including all the raw eggs I still had. I did, I did trade in a bunch to get the baskets he gives you, even though it takes forever to get more than one. You just got to keep doing it. Um, Oh, really? But I did that because you get like. 1200 1500 whatever it is per per basket just to sell them. Oh, oh I didn't uh, know that. Oh well. And that was worth yeah. that was worth more than the eggs I was giving him, so that was an okay profit center for me, but anyway, I'm I almost I hit up Kit London last night and said, "Kit London, I know yeah. you got one of those DIYs. Come on." Yeah. <laughs> Pass that on over. Anyway, Kit That's London, it's good to have you here and I'm glad yeah. we were able to continue our discussion of Animal Crossing even though we were we were done. <laughs> Uh, all right. Hey, Brian, uh, Ibbett, do you want to explain to Kit London how this works and how she could win? <sighs> if I have to, sure. All right. So I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Kit, your job is going to be to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for the carryover prizes from last week. Resident Evil Zero HD Remaster. Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. Mm. And we are adding to the stack a mystery code. Yes, it's a mm. game that mm. will only reveal itself when you enter the code. <laughs> we don't know what it is. Surprise the equivalent all. of the can that with no label. Yeah. Kind of is. Or or the grab bag or the, you know, there's something that uh sometimes sometimes great things come in mystery packages so. you never know we get a lot of those in animal crossing so it's a good uh good, yeah good idea right you just shot down a balloon uh is it the blue balloons that drop the the things you want the, the red ones or the yellow ones drop money right uh right? yes also they can drop uh oh no no Furniture. i guess there's a straight up gold one that will drop a recipe for the gold weapons which i have not gotten yet not weapons, right. not weapons. Gold I was say, gold weapons. <laughs> I'm not playing this right at all. Tools, Apparently tools. Not. Sorry, tools. Uh, but yeah, I can't. I can't wait to make my first gold tool. Apparently, they last almost forever. They're not a hundred percent forever, but they'll sure. last quite a while, and that's going to be a lot better than anything else in the game. So once uh, once you get one of the gold weapons, it turns into animal crushing. <laughs> so it's terrific. Yes. Oh, I'm in. Finally, the violent part comes out. All right. Uh, there you go. Those are awesome prizes. Please tell me that the Animal Crossing trivia questions today. Go ahead. Oh, no. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? Uh, no. Nope. No. Uh, but, you know, McMillions was just recently on HBO. It has moved or, or been added mm. to Hulu. So if you have Hulu, you can watch McMillions now without having to have an HBO subscription. So oh. watch it. It's great. Doug is the best uh, FBI agent ever. It's created. a fantastic documentary. I Doug. loved it. It really is. Yeah. Um, which also probably uh, gave us this or gave Jamie this idea. Jamie submitted this one. There are 28 purchasable spots on Monopoly. Look, we're on day 30. Um, I know Scott is probably still not anywhere near wanting to play Monopoly with the family at, at <laughs> day 30 of, uh, of social distancing, but no. give him another couple months and he'll probably be ready for anything. Yeah. Um, in any case, there are 28 purchasable properties on the Monopoly board. I mm. want to know how many Monopoly board. you guys can name. That includes your railroads, your utilities, etc., but does not include stuff like income tax, chance, and community chest. Okay. Got it? Okay. Yeah. I All think right. so. I think so, too. I, okay. I think. Okay. Okay. Kit, after hearing that uh, great uh, positive uh, response to the, <laughs> the question, who do you want to go first, and who do you think is going to win this one? 
Uh, I'm gonna pick Brian to win and Brian to go first. Oh, look at the Brian! Oh, so Brian nice, perfect. You know Double why? Brian. Yeah, right. Be, I I like that because um, because I know that I can say anything as my first answer for listening to earlier. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> you automatically get a mulligan. Right. Wow. Yeah, you're sure gonna right. go with Potato Land. Potato and, Land, uh, sure. Yeah, Potato a, Land. Yeah, the you first know, Potato Land's first one you can get. Potato. It's one of the polka dot properties. Very yeah. good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> gonna go with uh. Gonna go with Boardwalk. Yeah, there you go. That's a good one to start with. The most expensive property on the board. Uh, all right. <laughs> boardwalk. Then I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm sorry. Let me get a quick clarification. Does sure. this does this include utility stuff or no? Yes, it does. It does include that. Okay. It does include utilities. So anything purchasable, basically, on the board. Correct. Um, Railroads, utilities, and. Uh, let's make and- sure because you can't put like a hotel or a freaking house on a utility you can but you can still purchase it and people have to pay you when they land on it that's right and that's the important mm-hmm. part okay mm-hmm. um then i'm gonna go with uh uh <laughs> oh my god <laughs> hold on hold on hold on my main my brain just went a little dead uh i don't want to get this wrong because i know this word is not this word but this thing is weird all right we're gonna start with Waterworks. 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 Okay. I couldn't think of it. Waterworks. It took a, took a There's while. There's a million easy ones, and he goes for waterworks. You got to remember, Brian knows this too. I hate Monopoly, and so yep, part of this is this. that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what uh, kind of makes this fun. Yeah. Uh, waterworks. Absolutely. Uh, pay ten times the uh, amount. No, five times the amount uh, on the die, or ten times the amount if you own both uh, both uh, utilities. Right. I'm taking a ride on Reading Railroad. You might. You'll pronounce it wrong, though. It is Uh-oh. Reading Railroad, as in Reading, Pennsylvania. No, but reading. Reading it says Reading. Look at it. It says Reading. It's the Reading Railroad. <laughs> no, I'm confusing that. That's the Reading Rainbow. That's <laughs> Reading Rainbow. You're right. You're uh, right. It is Reading. Reading. It is Reading. <laughs> it's in Reading, Pennsylvania. Whatever. You know what? You pronounce it. it when your season. House, in your house, your rules. You pronounce it however you want. Uh, Reading Railroad, yes, uh, one of the one of the railroads you can purchase in the game. Okay. Um, <laughs> Atlantic Avenue. Very good, Atlantic oh, Avenue. Good one. That okay. is a good one. Right. One of the yellow properties. Okay. B O Railroad. B and O Railroad. <laughs> <laughs> we're guess, gonna guess, get, who we're buy, gonna... guess who buys all the railroads when they're playing Monopoly? Well, yeah, because yeah. it's like uh, it's some some good money. It's a scheme. It's a scheme. Everybody yeah. thinks ah, I'm not buying the railroads. Ah. No, it's yeah, worth, it's worth it. The railroad, uh, great. It's how you make the money. <laughs> and the dad jokes. Um. Okay. Oh, geez. Indiana Avenue is that one? Indi- of course it is. Indiana Avenue, absolutely. One of the red properties. That's the. Um, those are the second properties I I try and go for. I trade uh, my my mother to get. Uh, uh, trade your mother. The orange, the orange and the red, uh, <laughs> the red properties for sure. All right. Those those are the most frequently landed on ones. Orange. Well, do not do not pass go, but go ahead and head on over to the short line. The <laughs> short line railroad. You really are going for all the railroads first. I I'm love glad it. he is. Well, I, I like I said, that's him. always my because I watch my kids and they're always trying to get boardwalk in that other place, mm-hmm. and uh, and I always end up going <laughs> for the railroads first. All right, yeah. this is one of those where I can't remember if we've said one or not. 
Oh, good. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Um. <laughs> Shoot. I can't remember if he said this or not. All right. Oh, I totally said it. There's a Kentucky Avenue. <gasps> Is that the one you're oh, saying? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Kentucky Avenue has ah. not been said yet, so there you go. Yes. Uh, another one of the red properties and uh, another one that I usually go for. All right. And I'm running the board with my railroads with Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania Railroad. Railroad. Very good. Yep. Now you've collected all of the railroads. And now you owe me so is, much money. Rent is quadrupled now. Is that the deal? It, it is right. quadrupled now. And you don't have to put any. Yeah. You don't have to put any hotels on it. You don't have to put any houses. You you go early and people go okay. bankrupt because they're over there trying to buy up three of one color. Right. Right. And none of these can be, I mean, we can't slip in international versions of these, right? Like, no, I can't. No, okay. no World of what? Warcraft version Monopoly, no okay. Parasopoly, no. Yeah, okay. exactly. Because they have, they have like, a, if you go to, like Brian said, Paris, you can go to, there's a France version, it has all these French right. names. Exactly. All right, yeah, just, wee just wee. making sure. Um, uh, wee wee free parking. Wee wee free parking. <laughs> uh, let's do, is there a, I can't remember if we said this or not. Is there a Ver- is there a Vermont Avenue? Did there, we say there that? is a Vermont Avenue? I think one of the late and you said it twice. No, did we? Did I say it twice? I did no, say you didn't it. say it. Okay. When you land on Vermont Avenue, forty percent of your rent goes to the twenty percent of the workers who put together that hotel. <laughs> well, now yes. that I've totally screwed you up on the railroads, I'm heading over there since I've already landed on Boardwalk. My mm. first pass around, I'm going to land on Park Place and go ahead and. Get ready to start laying down some mansions. Okay. There you go. All right. Park Place. Uh, you've now, uh, Brian has now got a monopoly on the dark blue. Yeah. Uh, and now properties. I can really start earning some money. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Okay. Uh, oh, I don't remember what color these are. That would help me. You don't me. have to name the color. I know, but I bet it would help me. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there a. Uh, Massachusetts one. Yes, absolutely. A Massachusetts what? A Massachusetts what? Oh, do I need to know the kind of street name? <laughs> uh, a- Avenue. Is okay, there... Massachusetts Avenue. Okay. There you go. Very always, good. It's always Avenue. Not always. Yeah, there is no Massachusetts always. anything in the game. I just wanted to make your Oh, it doesn't exist? That's not real? Avenue, Scott. There's no always. Massachusetts anything. Oh, wait, is it Boston? Is it a Boston Avenue or Boston? There's not one of those either, no. No! Nope. I know one more. Uh, well, no, actually, you one... didn't. You didn't know that one. So. <laughs> no, but I had one more in my bank, and that's all I had left. I had what one was the more. one you had in your bank? I had uh, Marvin Gardens. That's yeah, always Marvin the Gardens. one I land in. I don't know why. Yeah. I'll always land on Marvin Gardens. You maybe should have said that. Yeah. Uh, here's everything else you could have said. Baltic Avenue, Connecticut Avenue, Electric Company, Illinois Avenue, Mediterranean Avenue, New York, North Carolina, Oriental, Pacific, Pennsylvania Avenue. There's a double Pennsylvania Avenue and a railroad. St. Charles Place, St. James Place, States Avenue, Tennessee, Ventnor, and Virginia. Ventnor. Avenue. Ventnor. Ventner. I knew that one. Is that one of the yellows? The Ventner? Ventner is... No. Uh, yes, Ventner is one of the yellows. Right? Uh, the yellows are the worst, right? That's like Slumtown, getting the yellows. No, no. The, uh, what the, am dark I thinking brown, of? the dark brown or purple, depending on um, yes. which version of the game. Baltic and Mediterranean are your uh, your Roach motels. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then you got your light blues, and you've got uh, 
oriental um oh what are the three light blues those are kind of your next cheapest uh i'll have to look yeah look let me tell you let me tell you how i play monopoly okay yeah my 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 kids always want to play as long as possible. I want to go as quick as possible. Yeah, so yes, exactly. I go for bust. I yeah. go for yep. bust, man. If it's not if it's not on that final turn, if it's not on turn three and four, I'm not right. buying it. All right. right. Well, I exactly. get one of these. She gets one of these. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Congratulations. Kit London, how do you feel about Woo-hoo! your massive win? Woot, woot. Great. Yeah. Good. Yay. Well, I can't think of a let nicer person. Let us know what that mystery game was. Yeah, let us know. I'm curious. Yeah, if... I'm curious. Yeah, for sure. Email me at uh, coverville@gmail.com, and I will get you your prizes. That's right. I, I secretly hope that your mystery game is that weird Kentucky Fried Chicken dating game that they made. Oh, yeah, that's oh, a, that's a Kentucky thing. Fried Chicken dating game. Yeah, it's really weird. Oh, we did talk about that. Yes, it's, it's not Kentucky the... Fried Chicken. It's just dating. It's like a chicken dating game. No, right? no, it's straight Pigeons. up like uh, it's. Oh, really? It's, it's, it's Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Um, what's it called? It's got a name. I gotta look it up now. Colonel I thought Sanders you were talking about Kentucky Route Zero at first, but you're game. not, obviously. It's called uh, "I Love You, Colonel Sanders," a finger licking good dating game. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Finger licking good dating game. It's oh. really weird. It's a yeah. weird thing. Not so good these days. Any finger licking anything. Oh yeah, they gotta change the name. Change it to "I Love You, Colonel Sanders." Please stay six feet away. Like that. See, that's the, the danger of having a mystery code for your Steam library because once you put something in your Steam library, it's there for always. You, and if it's crap, yeah. it's just littering up your library. No, you can you mystery can you can chuck are it. Like the herpes of Steam. They have an right. op- they have an option now. You can you can kill anything you can hide from your it. thing. Well, well, yeah, you can hide it's, it. It's you can't reject it. You yeah, can... but it's effectively gone. It's not there if you hide it, right? Until you for, until you forget. And you... Until you load <laughs> your like uh, install. Installing a brand new computer, <laughs> right? I think it's, I think it's account wide. I think that's. I think it actually works pretty good now. You can hide it for pretty good forever. It's I still there seen. though. It's like putting something in a closet and never opening that closet again. You know it's in that closet. It's like that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, congratulations, Kit London. I hope you have a blast playing that, and uh, thank you for playing. You're awesome, Dunaway. You're awesome too. And uh, here's how we know this: because later today at 3:30 Mountain Time, uh, that'll be 5:30 your time. Uh, which is the eastern seaboard there? Uh, yeah, we're gonna get, Wait, eastern seaboard <laughs> avenue. We're gonna get, we're gonna get together right by Massachusetts <laughs> Avenue. We're gonna record an episode of the Boop Show. I cannot wait to tell everybody about this weird ass lost game in the corner of the nowhere warehouse that is the eShop on the Switch that I found. Oh, nice! You have to tell me about that tonight. And I, I got one it. too. I got I got one. This. Uh, Oh, it was so much fun. It was frustrating as well. And you may already have it on the Epic Game Store. If oh, you pick maybe. It up like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, this one has also got a little frustration, but in a good way. It's a very cool, weird thing that I hope I hope they put it somewhere else, too, because I think it deserves to get some more exposure. Anyway, we'll talk about that and more on the video game Minecraft show called Dungeons. The Show. Oh, yeah. Is that out? When's that out? Is that today? It's in, still in beta, but closed beta. I've, I'm in. I'm in. Oh, you bastard. Okay, so I want to play I've got it. got to talk about it. I want to play it. It looks good. Diablo Diablo freaking yeah. Minecraft is what that is. Anyway, Fine. looks neat. Uh, Brian Dunaway, the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Oh, and the Boop Show today is at the Frog Pants TV uh, at uh, uh, what time? 3.30 Mountain Time. So be here for that. <laughs> Brian Dunaway, stay out of trouble. Stay be good. Safe. We'll see you later. Bye. Don't touch your face, Brian. Especially that face. Jeez. Did anyone watch... Uh... The, the Tiger King thing last night? The, no, uh, I meant McHale. to. I meant to. I didn't. I completely forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not really into after show stuff.
I kind of want it to no. be. I thought it was going to be like a supplemental, like actual episode. Right, where are they now? Which it kind of is going to be, but the fact that it's got uh, Joel McHale hosting it. Um, I didn't like Joel McHale. People say it was good, actually. Was uh, it? Okay. Mikey BC says yes. Watched it. It's worth it. All right. Does he have people people on? Like, I didn't seem like any yeah. of those people wanted yeah, yeah, to be no, on. No, he there. has. He has. Uh, he has them on probably via Zoom or Skype or something. Yeah, I'm sure Jeff Lowe does because that dude just wants. He seems. He wants this. screen time. He thinks that he's. Uh, yeah, he thinks that he's God's gift to humanity. That yeah, dude, he's loving it. He likes everything about this. Yeah. Uh, but Carol, I'm guessing Carol Baskin is not interested, right? Not not into it. <laughs> nope. She uh, she says, no, you cool cats and kittens. I'm going to sit this one out. That's right. My current husband doesn't know what's ahead, but we may have to feed him to the top. Oh, oops. I've said too much. Click. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, all right, then. Brian, yeah. we have time for a quick version of this. You need to read this, sir. You need to read it now. It's time for the news brought to you by. This segment is sponsored by a friend of the show who couldn't think of anything clever to say. That's literally what they wanted me to say, so I'm saying it. Yeah, all right. Or you're saying it. I'm saying it, technically. (laughs) One way or the other. Jeez. Someone's saying it. Jeez. All right, we're going to do as much of this as we can. Probably um, one story, two story. We'll see. A Michigan man wearing a thong underwear as a coronavirus mask (laughs) assaults another man who mocked him. Okay, I, I read this. It's funny. This is like it totally makes sense. Reading the headline the way you did is correct. Yeah. Michigan man wearing thong, a Michigan man wearing thong thong underwear as a coronavirus mask assaults a man who mocked him. Yes, that is correct. That's the one I read. No, no, I'm just saying, like, if you put a comma in there, oh, uh, the oh. coronavirus mask assaulted a man who mocked him. Oh. <laughs> While another dude in Michigan is wearing thong underwear. Yeah, you put one comma. If Sitting one comma, if one comma totally messes up your headline, you probably should rewrite yeah. your headline. I'm thinking. Yeah, probably. A Michigan man was allegedly assaulted after he mocked another man who was using thong underwear as a coronavirus mask. I've seen this actually a couple of times. People wearing mm-hmm. these, not in person, but in like you know somebody caught some video and put it on TikTok yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the Battle Creek Inquirer reports the bizarre incident occurred uh, in a home uh, on Lakefront Drive in Battle Creek. Those are also, uh, oddly enough, not Monopoly uh, spaces. That you can get <laughs> nope. No no houses on Lakefront Drive or no. hotels or anything like that. That'd be fun, but no. Yeah, sure. Uh, there is a Salt Lake City edition of Monopoly where everything's there's based an, on Salt Lake City. There's an everything edition. There probably is. Every city in the country's probably got one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've only got, uh, I've got regular Monopoly. I've got a mount, or um, in a frame on the wall, I've got a 1955 edition of Monopoly that Tina bought for me for a... A birthday present framed and pieces are like on the board that the way like he was in the middle of a game yeah i've got star wars monopoly and i think i've got world of warcraft monopoly and i think that's it that's really not that many for a guy i don't have las monopoly. vegas monopoly surprisingly what yeah i know all you right I'll, i'm gonna remember this next time there's a birthday roll around or <laughs> sure okay that's a good one uh because i'm usually terrible at that so that's a good idea but i know anyway. it, it's gotta be it's gotta have um like stickers you can peel off because uh, i was like oh that's not the uh that's not the Aladdin anymore. Or that's not the <laughs> right. And you know what you have to do? You have to do this through the whole game with the cards that you get. You have to go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. To flick those when you get them. Perfect. Anyway. Uh, oh, the three I have. I have Monopoly. I have Mario Monopoly. Super Mario Monopoly. Mm-hmm. And I have the Warcraft one. Those are all the ones I have. Do you have the Super Mario Monopoly or do you have that Monopoly Gamer? Which Monopoly Gamer is actually... 
I have one that's like just it. Mario stuff, I think, but I haven't okay. actually played it. We got it because it just seemed like a thing to have because we love video games here, and so that's yeah. why we got it. But it may be the whole video game one. I'm not sure. Well, there, yeah, the one that's called Monopoly Gamer plays differently than regular Monopoly, and it's a lot of fun. Way better than if you're not if you're not a fan of regular Monopoly. Monopoly Gamer is a great way to go. Uh, and also a side note, I've talked about it on the show before, but uh, the cards, right? yeah, Monopoly that card Monopoly yeah. Monopoly Deal, it's called. Is so good. Kind of it's, the deal. it's one. It's one of my favorite card games. I love it. Love mm-hmm. it. For a guy who hates Monopoly, I sure love their card game. Okay, it's very different, and that's probably why. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, here's the uh, story here. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> this happened around 7 p.m. on Monday. 57-year-old victim told the suspect it looked like the thongs laying around the victim's house, which upset the suspect. The warrant is being sought for the 47-year-old suspect who allegedly returned to the victim's house 45 minutes later after the initial confrontation, struck him in the side of the head, and kicked him in the ribs. Jeez. Yeah. Just for wearing a thong? Just for wearing a th- Well, on his head, yes. For wearing a thong. Oh, no, I guess he was the the guy mocked the guy. So the guy attacked, the guy with the thong attacked the, the guy who made fun Correct. Of him. He left first because he was just upset. Then he got mad, came back, uh, and took out his anger on his buddy. Thong, the thong, thong, thong. <laughs> Thong. That's the sound of the, the what the sound it made <laughs> when he starts up his uh, yeah. smack. Yeah, he goes, thong. thong. Exactly. Uh, final story: A man caught driving 135 miles per hour to avoid catching the coronavirus. Mm. If you're doing 130 that- miles per hour on a motorway in Surrey in the UK, says yeah, he was trying works. to avoid catching the virus. I don't think it works like that. I don't think it's. Uh... <laughs> no, you, you you like zip around the. Uh, the the viruses in the air and yeah yeah serpentine serpentine you say the whole time he probably thinks it. you can run to avoid uh, getting wet when when it's raining yeah. <laughs> which is kind of ironic according to uh, bitterest pill wasn't it ironic uh anyway that guy his he said this uh his reply to why he was speeding he says i thought the faster i went there was less chance i would catch the coronavirus he told the police mm-hmm. uh the british government has banned all non-essential travel as part of strict measures put in place to stop the spread Last month, the driver made a 220-mile round trip around the UK to collect some windows he bought for 15, Euro, or 15 pounds on eBay despite the coronavirus lockdown. <laughs> wow, he just he bought some windows on eBay for 15 pounds and... Brian, you gotta get you gotta get those. You gotta get your windows, man. Like I guess so. Is he? Did he get? Uh... <clears throat> Uh, ultra or, or uh, vista there's <laughs> seven i think yeah, seven <coughs> we've all agreed windows seven me. was really did you the, get windows me yeah i got win. i got me two or what was it yeah it was just me right windows, windows me. me yeah yeah uh-huh. that, that sucked by the way me was yeah. a messy buggy piece of poop it bad really time was. for gaming if you were a gamer then you regretted installing windows me and you went back to like nt or, yeah i think I'd windows inst- nt inst- we had a bunch of yeah, we had a bunch of Windows NT that I do install. That's like your network. Like you basically have to have a server and mm-hmm. and dummy machines with Windows NT. Totally, but you could be you could install the main stuff on a computer and have it basically act as mm-hmm. a Windows box and just not network anything to it. What a weird right. time, dude. The t- it really the, was, yeah. The turn of the century stuff era, Windows era. Ooh, ooh. I remember having to create a network in our in our company uh, with uh, coax cable. Yeah. So it was like, you know, you'd have the thing that comes out of the back of the machine that goes into a T that has coax cable on both sides. Yeah. And you'd have to basically daisy chain a coax cable through the entire office. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, it was, uh, what would they call that a, 
what's that called? Um, yeah, because it's not uh, it's not a hub and spoke. It is a. And the yeah, term for the network itself is called token ring. Token, token ring. ring. Token ring. Yeah, thanks, Jamie VX. Uh, we Jamie had that 15. too back in about '96. I had a I had to maintain a token ring network at the oh, place I worked. Horrendous. That and sucked. if one one piece got connected, the whole network went down. You had to figure out, you know, where it stopped. Yeah, it was <laughs> bad. It was a the bad time. Broke. Yeah, I mean, it was a step in the right direction, but we need we we had ways to go, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like yesterday. It was like twenty. It totally does. Twenty-two yeah. years ago. Twenty-three years ago. Oh my gosh. Anyway, all right. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, major spoilers. Uh, own Stephen Schleicher will be here. We're gonna talk about how the publishers are doing during this mess. We've talked about it a little bit before, but it's starting to get weird. Uh, so we'll talk to him about that. Then Daryl. After that, I think I haven't heard. Did Daryl send us a thing? Let's see here. Oh, I didn't see anything from Daryl. I didn't either. Daryl, 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 Daryl. Oh, he did. Trek nerd news. Um, okay, there's some. So yeah, he'll be he'll be joining us. Uh, that'll be a good time. So anyway, come back for that. But before that, we're gonna play a song uh, live right here on the show that Brian will introduce to us and tell us all about. Yes, Brian. this is one where uh, you may want to seek out the video for this one. It's uh, kind of kooky. A band called Dracula's from Austin, Texas. Uh, have a brand new single uh, from their album Terminal Amusements. The um the video actually features the arcade terminal amusements where it's all cartoonized versions of the band uh, going there and playing Robotron and Defender and stuff like that. Uh, they're from Austin, Texas. They're awesome. They're actually made up of members of Riverboat Gamblers and Rise Against, so you've probably heard uh, heard of them before. Dying Alone Records, big thanks uh, for those guys sending this along to me right now. Here is the song "Level Up," coming from the band or for, coming from the album Terminal Amusements by the band Dracula's.
Hey, you guys. You ever wanted to learn the guitar? You one of those people that's tried to teach themselves and failed a bunch of times? Well, we have a solution for you. Fender plays the complete online learning platform for guitar, bass, ukulele, whatever you need. With Fender Play, you can learn to play your favorite songs in minutes with short, easy-to-follow video lessons. Well, what makes them different, you ask? Well, Fender Play offers a robust learning platform with tools specifically designed to help you progress faster. With a Fender Play membership, you can do the following. Personalized learning path tailored to your musical taste. Each lesson builds on the previous, so you're always leveling up. Master riffs and full songs from iconic artists like Green Day, Nirvana, Led Zeppelin, and the Rolling Stones. Access lessons on your phone, tablet, or computer. So you can learn on your own schedule at your own pace. Get unlimited access to thousands of lessons for an entire year, all for less than the average cost of one traditional music lesson. I struggle with this. And man, times like these, perfect time to sit down and learn something, right? Something you didn't know before. Like it'll mesh with your schedule quite nicely. Sign up for Fender Play today and you'll get your first two weeks free with the option to cancel your membership anytime. Take advantage of this special offer by going to Fender.com slash TMS. That's Fender.com slash TMS. Try Fender Play. That's the full name of the thing. Try Fender Play. Risk-free today. And you'll be playing your favorite songs in no time. We thank Fender Play for supporting today's show. I'm just sitting there on my iPod. It's just so frustrating. I want to be in Florida getting a tan on my back. Easy listening for Office Depot parking lot taco eating. This is the morning stream. We're back. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. Welcome back. That was cool. Very punky, kind of Ramoni yeah. sounding business. Very Ramoni and Devo and Pixies. Yeah, they, they a lot of great influences, I think, from that band. Uh, chat room wanted to know where this came from. Hold on. That is not from Banjo Kazooie. That is the Dodo, from, <laughs> the pilot Dodo from Animal Crossing, oh, the current Animal Crossing. So much that pilot Dodo. Yeah. He's, uh, I like his voice though. He's got the lowest voice in the game and, uh, he's, he's kind of got a vibe I like, so. Oh, quick back announce, by the way, that's level up by the Draculas or just Draculas, D-R-A-K-U-L-A-S, by the way, if you're looking for them on YouTube and you want to find that, uh, find that weird, weird video. Well, you know, I did want to find out more, so. Well, there you go. Thank you for that. Yeah, you can. That was great. Okay. Okay. We have a friend. His name is Steven. I'm going to play this. Steven. Mr. Schleicher joins us as he does every Monday to talk about the world of comics and pop culture and other cool stuff. Although lately, uh, a lot of it has been just sort of covering how that industry is dealing with the current uh, crisis. And uh, today will be a little bit like that as well. Steven, welcome to the show. It's nice to have you. Well, hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hello. hello. And welcome. How you doing? Good. Hey, got a quick question for you. Go. Yeah. Have you guys uh, been watching any movies or TV and then in large group crowds, you're suddenly like, oh, no, that's not safe. Every time. 
Yes. Yeah. Every time we see a large crowd, like talked about this on film sack, I think every time we see a large crowd somewhere, it's like, Oh, stay away people. Stay away. Yeah, Or you see people that I can't wait to see each other. They're just like run up and they haven't seen each other in six months and they're hugging and you know, slapping hands and shaking hands and all this. I'm like, Oh no, 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 don't be doing that. Don't do that. I was watching the Jay and silent Bob reboot uh, movie and there's a big thing that takes place at a convention i'm like oh no 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 that's not right yeah. you shouldn't be doing that yeah. and then i was like oh come on dumbass yeah and not yeah. only that but but it it frustrates me or, or frustrates me personally because i see that and go oh yeah you can't be in crowds like that but i want to go to blizzcon again i want to be in vegas i want to do these things again so i want i want it to get you know we got to get Oh, I don't know what we got. We got to get, we'll get it back there. We we'll got to get, get back there. there. All right. That's all I'm saying. And you got Fauci. Uh, Fauci or... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say Fauci was saying that this might be the end of the, the handshake or maybe, you know, we start we start uh, eliminating the handshake. I'd be OK Did with it get... if it just meant, you know, but the problem is I like hugging. I like hugging people, man. Yeah. Like yeah. when I see Brian next, what am I, what am I going to do? Uh-huh. Hold gonna elbow bump each other and say, hi. Yeah, I'm just going to go, eh, hey, Brian, what's going on? <laughs> right. Like there's a lot, there's a lot of cultural yeah. shiftiness that's going to have to happen if, if uh, Fauci, or is it, I always say Fossey, it's Fauci, is it? Is it Fauci? Yeah. Okay. Fossey's an easier name to say than Fauci. Fossey's a dance uh, dancer, a dance uh, choreographer. Ah, and Fauci is a guy who tells us we're all going to live right. or die. You're anyway, all going to die if you don't uh, wash your hands. Wash your hands. On the plus side, my standoffish attitude towards people will seem like I'm being <laughs> Finally, right, medically exactly. appropriate. Well, you know what? Right, you can always just say, no, it's still social distancing. Exactly. Sorry. My my uh, my whole, I'm kind of a homebody anyway because I, I don't know, I like my alone time. And so this mm-hmm. hasn't been that bad for me. Like, there are parts of it I hate. I want to be with my kids. I want to be with Van. I want to be, you know, with my friends. I wanted to go to Vegas. I wanted all that stuff. But really, I'm I'm okay on my own, uh, you know, or, or or in isolation of some sort. Plus, we came here, so it's great. But I can I can I can whittle away a lot of time with creative stuff and other things. I'm okay not being Joe Social every five minutes. But I know there are people that are losing it because their whole lives is I'm out, I'm here, I'm there, I'm going to the club, I'm going to the thing, I'm at the movie five times a week, I'm doing this and this and this. Like they're 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 people who are probably just popping off. Because they yeah. just can't wait to get back out in that, and uh, of and course everybody who have a ton of kids at home probably also can't wait to get out of yeah. that. Yeah, see that's what's funny. Kim last night, she's that's funny, Brian, because she says to me, she turns to me, she goes, she goes, I know that there are parents right now with little kids at home who are pulling their hair out, and this is driving them crazy. Uh huh. But I wish my kids were here. <laughs> and I said, well, honey, yeah, they're all right. old enough now that they wouldn't bother us in the same way. But you know, I totally get her point. It's like mm-hmm. feast or famine. It's either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like part of me wants to or not enough kids. Yeah. (laughs) And part of you wants to say to people, hey, enjoy it while you can and have the fun you can because, you know, you never know when this could happen again and you'll be separated. It's better to be together. But that's easy for me for us to say because we're on the other side of it and our kids aren't there all the time and they're not young and they're not, you know, freaking out and pooping and and barfing and all the things kids do. Well, hopefully, you know, not all kids do that. No, not at the same time. I mean, I mean eventually they do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not all at the same time, hopefully, yes. Yeah. And not something that you have to be worried about if they're pooping. Yeah. They're old enough. They know how to go to the bathroom by themselves. Yeah, they take care of that. If they're poofing right. and barfing, you yeah. need to flatten that curve right away. Get that taken care of. Anyway. No, my kids are doing okay. They play a lot of Animal Crossing or I think I don't know if I said it last week, but my oldest... Uh, played through Breath of the Wild for the second time, all the way through beginning to end in like three days. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, the youngest Still is. I haven't finished that in 
12 months. <laughs> <laughs> or more. Didn't the they come out in 2017? Yeah, it's been a while. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, the youngest two is about to turn nine. He has like schoolwork every day that keeps him busy from like eight in the morning until like two in the afternoon. Why do you think they give, it seems like they're given a lot. Is that, do you think that's a good uh, thing or what? I you think feel? it's to keep them preoccupied, but he gets frustrated because his older brother yeah. gets all of his homework done in like a day, day and a half tops. And he's working every single day of the week. Yeah. And it seems like the older the kids are, the less work that they have to do. Yeah. The disparity's weird. It's like, a, I've heard this from some other parents, the younger the kids are, the, the heavier the workload for this mm -hmm. from the school and the older they are the less it is it's like the high school kids are just kind of cruising it's weird and, you know they still have developing minds and everything so you know keeping them occupied and keeping them thinking is probably a good thing yeah yeah that's mm -hmm. true i could uh i could buy into that well anyway uh let's talk a little bit about the uh since we last spoke because a week is like a year it feels oh, like man. it's forever yeah uh <laughs> the publisher's getting kind of anxious and what's what's diamond saying these days about uh well, timing so it's weird because, you know, Diamond said, hey, due to the coronavirus, we're going to protect our warehouse workers and, you know, shut down and we're not going to be delivering any comics. Yeah. And then they came out a week later and said, hey, uh, we're not going to be paying our publishers uh, on time. We'll be paying 25 percent now and we'll be paying more later down the road. And so that's a scary uh, sign. But oh, then wow. Alterna Comics went on Twitter this weekend and said, hey, due to news from Diamond that the potential earliest release date for a new product will be in August. We have canceled all of our solicits with them. Oh, wow. And August. I haven't heard anything about that. I, I guess people are thinking that the April solicitations were going to come out in um, July. And then, of course, Diamond has canceled their May catalog. So there won't be any comics solicited in May. Uh, and so the, the earliest that that would happen would probably be August. But that is a long time for a publisher to not get paid, for artists to not get paid, for comic stores to, even when the shops reopen, if they're allowed to open before the end of May, yeah. um, that is a lot of time with no product. That's like two months, three months without product yeah. to have in your store. Right. And so the publishers are getting kind of antsy. Uh, IDW, uh, a week or so ago, had said, look, uh, we're not going to do anything, but today I got an email from them saying, hey, you know, we still have trade paperbacks and books that are going to book resellers. So if you've got Amazon or Scholastic or Barnes and Noble is still open in your neighborhood, you know, books are still going out from them. That's kind of not really a change in direction because it seems like the publishers have always been, yes, we are going to support our local comic shops by not releasing new material. Oh, by the way, we're releasing new material in trade paperback and book form. Yeah. I, was, um, I read an article on Newsarama. The headline was comics still selling well in book trade uh, yeah. despite coronavirus yeah. pandemic. And so that angle is doing okay. Do, do you think, I mean, this may be too much to predict. I don't know, but if this goes on much longer, is that the new distribution channel and that's it? Like, well, so well, Turnup then went on to say, hey, we're going to start selling direct to readers and retailers through our web store. Mm -hmm. DC Comics has said a couple of weeks ago that said that they are looking for alternative routes to getting material to publishers and to fans, uh, you know, getting around Diamond. And then this morning, we've got a news story coming up on the site. Uh, Magnetic Press, who is a branch of Oni Press and Lion Forge, uh, have announced that they're reopening their web store so that they can sell comics directly to retailers and individuals right so i don't think diamond's going to come out very good on the other side of this uh thing yeah. and i'm going to bet that most of these publishers are going to look at you know dealing directly with the comic shop so 
on the one hand, it used to be nice uh, where you have Diamond delivering all the comics that you ordered in one batch. But we may be going back to a time where, hey, you want to order Diamond uh, or DC Comics, you need to contact the DC distribution rep or you need to contact your Marvel rep uh, going forward. So this is going to I can't predict anything, but it's very interesting that the publishers are sitting there going, no, we need to sell content. We need to get stuff out there. And mm -hmm. I know it's a week, like you said, Brian, is a year away. But it would not surprise me if by the end of this month, if comic shops and things are not reopening and things are not moving, that the publishers are all saying, nope, we're going to go to digital day and date release, which will really piss off the local comic shops who are already threatening, um, you know, to boycott the, the publishers, which is just like, ah, here I'm going to shoot myself in the foot if I can't understand that there's competition to my to my comic shops. So yeah, the problem we'll, is we'll if happens. they all if all the publishers go digital day and date then there's there's no one to boycott because that's everyone <laughs> you know what i mean like right, you're, you're right. out of companies to boycott you either you either continue to be a comic shop or you don't <laughs> i guess i yeah. i mean I, yeah. I i hate to say that but I, but on the diamond front have hasn't it been for years maybe decades that people have said this isn't a great thing anyway because it's like this weird monopolized middleman oh it's not a weird monopolized middleman it is a monopolized middleman yeah. uh, back in the i think 1994 there were still three uh, comic book distributors taking different portions of the country, Diamond being the East Coast uh, area. And then because the others couldn't keep up, Diamond acquired them and has become a monopoly ever since. So all it takes is uh, is Diamond saying, we're not paying or we're upping the rate or we're doing this. And suddenly the whole industry is affected by that. That's so a, That's a poopy choke point. I don't, I've never liked it. Like it just yeah. seems bad and, and it really limits the industry. They're like, oh, well, all right, our entire our entire thing hinges on this one little in-between piece and there's no competition and they're the one people we have to rely on for this. And in right. a situation like this, I, I could be wrong. My prediction is they figure out a way to pull out of that and, and do directs and, you know, they certainly could do it. Like DC and Marvel could totally do this. I can't speak for the independents, but it seems like they could absolutely work directly with, uh, you know, make, build their own distribution model and not that takes time. That takes time though. They would so have that's, to ramp that's it up. the biggest yeah. problem. Yeah. Uh, this, that's why I think you, uh, what I mentioned a minute ago about magnetic press. Uh, I think that that web storefront was already in place before they shuttered it a couple of years ago. So it's very easy to just reopen that back up and start it going again. Yeah. Um, but for someone like uh, DC, yeah, maybe they have some stuff that they can deal with some of their bigger, uh, comic book stores, but they don't have access to every single comic book store, um, to my knowledge. Now that may that may change, but I, I I think what we're going to see is we're going to see the digital day and date release happen first, and no one's. I mean, you're going to hear the LCSs complain, but uh, as been said many times, the 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 um, digital market and the direct market are two separate entities. The Venn diagram of digital comic readers and physical comic book readers uh, has a very small crossover. I agree. Uh, I think. I think we will start to see more pushing from the publishers to look at the OGNs, which I've been talking about for years, go direct to trade. And DC has been doing that with their DC kids line over the last oh, six months or so. Mm -hmm. And so I think we're going to be seeing more of that coming up, which will be a big boon for attracting younger readers into comics. Yeah. But yeah, if diamond isn't able to recover, if they're not able to get one of those business loans from the government, then yeah, uh, comics are going to be really hit hard in terms of how do we get new product out to people when we're we've lost our shipping method i guess ups I, they can't go to the postal service because the postal service is about to declare bankruptcy yeah 
that's that whole thing. Don't even get me started. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a deep dive on that people. If you want to go read what's going on, not just what's happening with it right now, but like the history of that, why yeah, it goes all the way back to 2004. It's a gnarly setup. Yeah. <laughs> what they did in 04 is weird. Yeah. To this moment, I don't quite understand how anyone let that happen, but whatever. Um, okay. Uh, well, I hope, I mean, the, 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 the silver lining here to me is, there are no comics without the comic makers, right? It doesn't exist Correct. without Marvel, Boom, DC, Viz, everybody. They can't. Right. They can't just. They can't go away if we want comics to stick around. So, number one thing for me is that hey, they're doing okay with the book trade market, mm-hmm. and not only okay in some cases quite well, substantially uh, up over uh, March 2019. So year over year, they're doing better that direction. Because it's the only direction people are getting stuff, which is a big part of that. But right. um, to me, the silver lining is that maybe a new business model arises that means quicker to the customer. It may take a while, maybe take some blood and guts to get there. But this may end up being a good, a good transition for comics overall. I don't want to see stores get dinged, but I don't know how you do it in this future. Like, mm-hmm. there's a reason Borders went away. I'm speaking of just you know other printed stuff they went away because there's no only so much room for a place like a giant bookstore in the digital age and we can rail against that all we want but it's just so much cheaper easier faster more accessible here's what we would all be complaining about right now if there was no such thing as digital distribution we would all be mad that we couldn't get a copy of of uh of uh, animal crossing new horizon anywhere because it would all been physical media and they can't produce enough but no, we live in a time right. where you can download the damn thing. Well, and there's also the problem of size versus uh, selection, right? So even right. the best Borders bookstore, Barnes & Noble or, or KB Books or whatever that, that, that they have, they're not going to be able to uh, have every single copy of everything, which is why people started turning to Amazon and online uh, retailers to get stuff shipped directly to them because, oh, well, um, we don't have this book in stock, Mr. Johnson. We can certainly order it for you. And the answer is, well, I can order it too and have it delivered right to my home. Why do I need to go through you? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's going to be a complicated nuanced problem, but we're going to have, we're going to have to see a different thing on the other side of this. I just don't know how you make it. I yeah. I guarantee t- you the comic book publishers are, are not sitting back and doing nothing during this time. They're trying to figure out very very quickly how how they can get uh, books back into people's hands. Uh, so my guess is, you know, we're going to see more digital direct stuff uh, in the coming weeks uh, where people are like, we're just going to go back to digital day and date and you can go and get the physical copies if you want when they come out. Um, but I don't think that we're going to go for, a, I, I don't think we will go through the entire month of May with no new comics. Right. Probably not, I would say. I mean, they're all yeah. they're all trying to figure stuff out. Final in the chat room says, uh, where is it? it? says, yeah, but there are people like me who can't do digital reading. No, I get it. I'm not saying it's the end of printed comics any more than, than, no. than <laughs> CDs or MP3s were the end of vinyl. Clearly, that's become a nice little cottage industry to still have vinyl out there. Uh, what I'm saying is it becomes more like that, a boutique uh, extension of the industry as a whole. It's no longer the main method. It becomes... A slightly lessened method of getting your stuff and if you're a super stickler about getting printed stuff you'll always be able to get it and you'll probably pay a premium because that's how this stuff goes as it gets shifted into sort of i don't know vinyl territory you don't buy you don't go buy a vinyl record for 
seven ninety nine anymore. <laughs> you pay thirty bucks for that thing or right. whatever. Um, but then most people are getting their music through other sources. So I, I use the music example as, as one way to look at it, but I don't think it's all that different. There's still music stores. There aren't as many. And of course there aren't. And there won't be as many comic book stores, and there certainly won't be as many bookstores, physical bookstores, as as we get further and further in this thing. I, mm-hmm. To this day, one of the most like mind-blowing realizations I ever had was walking into a Barnes & Noble and it hitting me all at once. This is probably two, three years ago. I walk in there, and it's a vast one, multi-floor one, one of those big ones, yeah. right? Just wall-to-wall stuff, magazine, books, uh, just everything. And I looked at it all at once, and I looked down at my hand, and I realized, oh, my gosh, everything in here times five fits <laughs> on this device. Right. This yeah. single device. I don't mean that one of these books will fit here. All of them would fit here. And I'm not saying that that's preferable for some people the way they want to read. I get it. That's not my point. My point is at some point that starts to shift the weight the other direction. It just does. That's going to be the natural way of it. And I and I and I, there's a million arguments as, as to why I'm wrong. But we're already seeing it. And not just because of the pandemic, but there's a reason Barnes and Noble is the only one left, and they're barely hanging on by a thread, according to most reports. Yeah. Because Adhesive Wombat uh, says in the chat that move to digital day and date uh, for the single issues and then the print moves exclusively to trade paperbacks. Uh, that 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 makes a lot of sense. I've been saying for years that skip the single issues completely and just go directly to trade. It makes it a lot easier for new people to get into a story and not have to get back. Um, it's the Netflix you know, go way. back to the store. Yeah, it's the yeah. Netflix uh, yeah. binge idea, sort of. Yeah, just binge on. Um, uh, I prefer it that way. I sometimes will wait for a comic to finish and then get the trade. That's how I prefer mm-hmm. to read them. Yeah, a lot of people trade weight. That's that's the problem. Yeah, trade uh, weight. Somebody else says I'm I'm fine paying five to six more dollars for a physical version of a book. Are you talking about paying five or six more dollars on top of the five or six dollars you're already paying for a single issue? Because that's, <laughs> that's what we're sitting at right now is three ninety nine, four ninety nine for a book. You're willing to pay ten dollars for twenty five pages? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that would be amazing. Right. So it it's just. I don't know, man. You're going to see some subscription stuff happen. And mm-hmm. that's a, this is all good. What I'm actually saying is good overall. And it's bad in the short term. And it's, you know, it dings certain people. But I don't know. It always reminds me. Tom and I talked about this once. Uh, Merit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went. Uh, we were talking about when uh, Lotus123 was first announced. And the accountant community, the CPAs of the world, were panicking. They were like, oh, my gosh, this is going to put us all out of jobs. Here comes some software that does all of this, all of this complicated spreadsheet stuff that we literally do in a book with pens, paper, and whatever. Like it's coming along, it's going to destroy us. We're done. We're out of here if this thing ha- is allowed to happen. And it happened. And what happened instead? Yes, there was some shifting around, but what that did is it created jobs. It created mm-hmm. new opportunities because now all that stuff that used to take a human mind and their hand forever to do is being done in seconds freeing you up for a million other things to do in the financial services world that made your CPA job way more valuable than it was before then. If anything, it had the exact opposite of what people were fearing. So I Mm -hmm. tend to be that way with most of these things. These kinds of shifts, whether they're technology-based or not, tend to be okay and good in the the long run. Is it going to ding Joe's Comics Books store up the road? Yes. But is there someone else who's going to enterprise this and go, oh, you know what I could do? I'm going to have digital kiosks in my store and they're going to come preview all this stuff and order the trades right there and be able to read them in the store if they want. And the Wi-Fi, let them be like there's 
someone's going to find the way to make it work and you're going to love mm-hmm. that place and you're going to go there on the weekends and you're going to love it. Of course, when all yeah, this that's, stuff lifts. That, so. That's what I've said a couple of last couple of weeks is comic book stores who um, nobody likes change, right? Mm-hmm. But comic book stores who refuse to change are the ones that deserve to die, right. uh, to be honest. Right. Um, but I used to, you know, the philosophy that you're talking about is a philosophy from a um, person that I used to work for, used to be head of a big, big million dollar company, millions of dollars every year. He loved disrupting. He loved coming in and just, uh, he called it kicking the the uh, ant hill. Uh, because what happens, he goes, oh, have you ever kicked an anthill? Have you seen them all scurry out and they come out and they're all busy doing things? And then they rebuild that anthill and oftentimes it's better than the anthill they had before. So he was a big fan of just coming in and intentionally doing a big disruption. Reset. Yeah, Jeez. just going in and, and everybody hated it. But on the opposite side, you know, he was kind of right because what came out, the solutions that came out actually were better than the problem right. um, that he that he created. So, yeah, and I just think I think that, you know, time it needs time and there's going to be sh- some mm-hmm. short term pain and whatever. But, you know, welcome to progress. It's just, yep, there's there's a there's a price to all of it. And uh, you figure out ways around it. I remember when, uh, remember pagers? Pagers were cool, right? Those were cool. <laughs> were they? Well, I don't know if they were cool. I mean, I, yeah, I guess so at the time, right? It's like, hey, I've got a pager on my right. belt where everybody can see I've got a pager. But remember that. Important. The thing about those was you had to pay per page or you had a set number. And if you went over it, you paid for the more that you used or whatever. <laughs> yes. We got away from that. That's no longer a profit center for somebody, but they figured other stuff out and it got bigger and more advanced. And look at our phones now and what we do with them. Hell, texting was still costing me money when in the in 2007 or 8. Doesn't anymore. Remember long distance? There was a whole industry around long distance. Doesn't exist anymore. Not the way it did. International roaming is, is about the only place that still does the long distance mess. So it's all right, man. Just got to... Keep working hard. You figure out the best stuff to do. You can't hold on to old stuff that's, you know, crumbling. You grab onto the new thing that's working. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Uh, Steven, it's always, I love these discussions, even though, you know, none of us like this pandemic, but it's, it's, it's an interesting back and forth on what's happening in that industry in particular, and then kind of how it feeds out to others. Mm -hmm. Uh, Always good. I'm sure next week will be even even more discussion on this right uh yeah it seems like again every week there's some <laughs> explosive new change or you know yeah. thing to consider but in the meantime where can people find more great content from steven schleicher well if people do want to see previews if they do want to get reviews if they do want to listen to commentary about the uh, comic book industry and and comic books in general head over to majorspoilers.com yeah it's a great place to be and there's great shows and if you like D for example uh, you should mm-hmm. head on over there and check out Critical Hit. Yep. I almost said roll, but only because, <laughs> only because you know, it's those guys, man. They <laughs> in, a, in a more litigious world, you would have sued them, but not, but not Steven. Maybe. I wouldn't. No. Not, not Steven. He's a nice you guy. You can't sue for uh, your titles. Cannot be copyright. Right. Uh, copywritten. Copyrooted. Uh, hey, we learned that with TMS, the awesome YouTube show. Remember that with Aaron, Aaron, and. Uh, what their yeah. names? Oh yeah, Todd and Aaron. Todd and Aaron. Yes. I think they're Where, still. What are they are they all? You know they've got <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Gebhardt. You know they've got Gebhardt. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna see if that's actually still happening real quick. Yeah, they were doing. I think they were. No, have they totally stopped? Yeah. They now call it the Todd and Aaron Daily Stream. So the Daily Stream. The Daily Stream. It still works. 
Uh, all right. Hey uh, there, Stephen. Uh, have a fantastic week. And do you have any final advice for us here before we go? Stay yeah. hydrated and uh, wash your hands. Oh, that's a great idea. Mm. These are two good things. So we'll see. Use you later. the water to drink and then wash your hands with it afterwards. That's what I say. That's mm. what I always say. <laughs> that order. Oh, is that the order? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've been doing it wrong. Don't drink the gray water. No, no. Never drink the gray water. <laughs> Okay, we're going to, Stephen, uh, or sorry, we're going to Daryl it up now. <laughs> Let's Daryl it up. Yep. He's on his way in, and I'm adding him now. Oh, yeah, we always have problems with him. Let's see how he answers this one. <laughs> it just occurred to me. Daryl, are you there? always have problems with him. Daryl, hello? I'm a problem child. Oh, no, you sound good now. Totally oh, sound good. Yeah, no yeah. echoes or anything weird. We're good. How does that make you feel? What do we do now? I don't know. <laughs> don't I think this could be like eight minutes shorter. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? All right, we'll play this then. Hello, and welcome to Star Trek Adventure. It's kind of fruity, isn't it? It sure is. Daryl's here to talk about the world of Star Trek in it. Uh, we are in between serieses at the moment, but there's always a little something to talk about. Uh, for example, Daryl, not a lot happening, but uh, Robert Duncan McNeil, who played Nick Lacomo on TNG's The First Duty, <laughs> And You're Tom... putting your R and your N together. Oh, did I? Oops. Lacarno. Uh, Lacarno. Sorry. Lacar. Oh, it looks like a M. Uh, he was also <laughs> Tom Paris on Voyager. Is now on Twitter, and he's new. So is he saying yeah. dumb things like, "Here's my first tweet"? It's <laughs> no, <laughs> always how it starts. You'd think he'd been here for a while. He's not being. Well, he did do that. Yeah, of course he I did. Mean, he did do the first tweet thing, but. Well, I'm taking a he's look here. He's at uh, 18. Point nine thousand followers already. Uh, his tweets include: um, Some people keep telling me about that I look a lot like that horrible Starfleet Academy student, Lick Lacarno, on Lies from Tom Paris. Yeah, he's he's a hoot. Well, that's good. Another Star Trek follow. Everybody get in there and get his uh, business going. I guess. Oh, he's yeah, old. And if they made a movie, <laughs> he could play Scott Johnson. Yeah, he he's all beardy and stuff. He looks like us. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's everybody looks like. They have the uh, the SNL thing starting out with uh, everybody recording from their homes, and everybody, all the well, the men have beards. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> What's uh, no oh shave? He's on that new show I want to watch. That sci-fi thing. Um, what's that called? Resident Alien with a uh, oh. Alan Tudyk. Have you seen oh, the yeah. previews for this? I've not. He's <laughs> he's an alien, but. I don't know what the deal is. I guess he's it's, it looks co comedic, but also kind of X Filesy. It looks great, and hmm. a Andy Tudyk plays it, or Alan, I keep saying Andy. Alan Tudyk plays a, an alien in disguise or something like that. Anyway, well, that's good stuff. Uh, well, <laughs> thanks, Daryl, for letting us know about that. Also, what else? Oh, also new to Twitter. Who are these people? Uh, Sir Rock Lofton, Jake Cisco. That's that. He's he's in there. Kirik, not Sirok. Kirik. Sirok sounds like his character, like a character name from Star Trek. Not his, but somebody's. <laughs> All right, hold on. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go follow this guy. I love that we're doing like, hey, people from Star Trek are joining Twitter. You should go follow these people. I know it's like it's new or something. Yeah, it's really weird. He's got five thousand followers so far. Uh, he's posted a lot of uh, uh, DS9 stuff, and he started by saying, "Hey, Twitter." So there you go. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. And now, finally, <laughs> Wilson Cruz. No, just kidding. Uh, tell me about this Discovery news. What's happening uh, in Discovery? 
Just kidding. You're not kidding. It is Wilson Cruz. No. Uh, he's the actor who plays Dr. Hugh Culber on Discovery. And he says that the doctor will be a better doctor, his character, in season three because he has died and come back to life. Wait a minute. He's the one that died in season one, right? Mm-hmm. He's the one that was in My So-Called Life. Remember that show, Brian? I never saw it, but I'm, I'm aware of it. Yes. It's got your uh, homeland lady in it. Yeah, how far back are you in Discovery? Uh, <laughs> I have not seen all of season two. Okay, so you should see all of season two. I know he, I know he talks to what's his name sometimes, just talking to him. Let me guess, he's born, he's reborn out of that weird mushroom thing they're working on. You'll just have the spores. You'll just have to watch. Okay, I get. I'll, I'm willing to bet that's got something to do with it. <laughs> all right, no, I like him. He's a cool actor. That guy's cool. Yes, Daryl. Yes. Were we gonna say? Good too. Yeah, Discovery is good. When do we get the season three of that? How long does that take? Uh, I think the end of this year is the plan. Because yeah. they're still, the guy doing the music is still scoring it from his uh, from <laughs> Logic. Uh, yeah. Yes. His Logic. His Logic his Space. Home, yeah. His home Logic Space. His yeah. home uh, Logic Studio. <laughs> is that all they're waiting for? They're done once he's done. No, they're doing the effects too. No. Oh. The CGI stuff. Okay. Well, they need to get on it. All going on at once. I would, I would like that not to be too long between things. It'd be nice to, you know. Yeah. Uh, That's I'll, why they've got other stuff in development, too. And the, I mean, the only Picard stuff we're getting right now is him sitting at home reading sonnets out of a book. Have you been following those? Been watching those? Yeah. Yeah. I've watched a few of those. Yeah. It's very Shakespearean, very hoity toity, uh, sort of sitting there with his legs crossed reading stuff out of a book. Like, yeah. I don't know. The kids are going to be watching that, and people will see you. The best thing to do is just go, hmm, yes, yes, hmm, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was very good. I liked your hoity toity. It was good. Uh, well, all right then. That's really all the news that we have. That's it. That's what's going on in Star Trek. Yeah. Um, we uh, we also do a Star Trek connection every every uh, film sack, and Terrell's always uh, sending us those. Those are, those work out really well. My favorites though is when you send us a list, and it's like ten people. But it misses the one person who is like prominently in Star Trek. Why does your machine do that sometimes? What's that about? I don't know. Isn't that weird? Or maybe you guys are wrong. <laughs> no, like the, the, there'll be an actor like um, I don't know. Can't think of one. Like Michael Dorn will be in a thing. Yeah. Like literally, Worf is in a, sh- a movie, and you'll send us a list of like five other people in cr- uh, that are in the crew or did stunts right. or whatever. Yeah. But no Michael Dorn on your list. It's weird. I'm not blaming you. I think it's your weird machine. Yeah. I need to <laughs> kick it or I don't know. Yeah, hit it like the Fonz. And I'm fixing it by welding, welding on it. There you go. That sounds great to me. All right, Daryl. Uh, it's been uh, lovely to have a discussion with you. We hope you're doing well. Are you doing well? Are you staying nice and isolated and all that? Yep. I don't go anywhere except the store. Yeah. And uh, when you go to the store, let's find. Let's get some more data, Brian. Uh, when you go to the store, do you wear yeah. the mask? Do do oh, please tell me you've got like a Star Trek mask that you that you wear at the store. Well, I have ordered two masks. Mm-hmm. One is a solar system type. It's black with stars and planets and stuff on yeah. it. Yeah. And then the other one is a Doctor Who Dalek. Oh. Mask. Oh, so are you gonna don't yell exterminate though in the store? Exterminate the virus! Exterminate! <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be over by the produce going exterminate. That'd be bad. Tina made me a really cool one from an old uh, Doctor Strange t-shirt that's got one of his, you know, his uh, 
rune just circular circular yeah yeah it's just like basically around the front of it <laughs> oh that's cool did you see that that video of a dalek going up the street somewhere in england yes saying, yelling at people who are leaving their houses oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it a was it a remote like robot thing or is that a dude in a suit or guy in a well, it looked like a life a life-size thing Huh, interesting. So it probably was a dude in a it was probably a dude in the inside it, right? Yeah, probably. It wasn't yeah. drone controlled or something. That would be cool. There'd be nothing wrong with that. Hey, I wonder if anyone's made the if anyone's made a goatsy mask. Think that's happened? Like Yeah. Like what it's like <laughs> It's really just a bum hole on the front of the mask. <laughs> yeah, and, just a bum hole. You know somebody uh, I don't want to search to find out if somebody's made that. No, but I'll bet you they have. It's the internet. I may Ugh. I may do a quick thing here. Go. God, I would social distance with that person forever. Uh, mask. Even after life returns to normal. Nope, I'm still social distancing. I'm, that guy. I'm looking real quick just to see. Oh yeah, someone has. Okay, well there you go then. Of course. Jeez. Nothing new under the sun. <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you for looking for for all of us. You're welcome. I did the hard work for all of us. Yes, exactly. So we don't have to. Uh, all right, that's going to do it. Daryl Skeels is the Trek nerd. You can find him on Twitter at that name, the Trek nerd. And uh, you can follow him here there and argue with him about Star Trek. It's fun. It's fun to do. I recommend it. Uh, Daryl, have a fantastic day. Any final words? You have a good day, too. And oh. Lots of coffee. Oh, there was no Gaga gone there. No, no Gaga ga. I don't know what to think of that. He's got a certain set of skills, and he didn't <laughs> use them today. <laughs> All right, I have a mashup to play from Jamie. It's a Monday mashup. It's Yay! it's called Chin Skin. Ugh. Oh jeez. Yep. Don't know what that is, but here it is. <laughs> I thought, oh, it'll be interesting. What is this? Ah! <laughs> I like to eat it. I like to eat. I like to eat. I like to eat. I like to eat. Eat. I like to fool too. I like to eat. All right. There have been zero days since the last MMFR, MMRF. I said it right the first time. Let's try that again. I long for dick. Ray Romano. Oh. Hey. 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 There have been zero days since the last MF. Shit. But on the last stretch, there's a uh, juice stopper. It's called Into Juice that's on the way home. I thought you said juice stop. A juice stop, yes. Yeah. I, I pull over, they go, Oi vey, hey. you should know from bicycle problems. <laughs> what is this pink counterpart? Oh, that's What's his sister. Is it Blithers? Blithers or Blowhard or something like that. Some other Blither name. Blagina? It's not Blagina. Right. Blathgina. There. Can you put your finger inside your little slot? Yeah, I put my finger in and out of my slot all the time. The boy picked up a sword and then jammed it into the hole. zibba dibba doo bob I gotta have it at least once a week or I'm not happy. 40% of my campaign is going to be out. I'm gonna take the other 60%, give it to the billionaires, and uh, the 40% of the 60% is gonna go to the people. Yeah, that sounds right. Quieter vibrations are observed by Thomas Le Cock, Le Croc, Le Cock, Le Cock, Thomas Le Cock. That's French for the cock. <laughs> he had some weird no. uh, nose balls. I don't know if you saw it, but like the tip of his nose had a, right. a really pronounced cleft. <laughs> nose balls is not what I thought of when I saw it, but now I can't stop thinking about nose balls. I'm gonna put it's, this one. It's a beta test, but yeah, I'm gonna change gonna the name this, uh, if it uh, works out. That's right. Here, uh, just I have a note, but it's in my chin skin. Can you pull it out? Okay. Chin skin. That's terrible. It's a post-it. <laughs> I dropped a post. -it. In my third chin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
All right. Once again, don't remember 90% of that. So No. And it was like a week ago, and I don't remember half the stuff, why we said some of that stuff. I remember I remember the MMFR. <laughs> MMFR. Yeah, that's right. Mad yeah, Max yeah, Fury. Yeah. <laughs> now you're going to second guess it every why single time Why does that sound you wrong? It? You know what it is? It's ASMR and MMFR. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. screw them up. Even though AS- MMFR is my ASMR. Anyway. Right. Got an email from Cortland who wrote in, says, sad, happy. Uh, hey, Scott, Brian, my roommate and I have been dealing with a lot of stuff lately, not just the virus stuff, but friends fighting, divorces, all that stuff. I just need to let you know. I asked Siri, uh, hey, Siri, could you please weep for humanity? Then the morning stream started playing and my roommate could not stop laughing. Well, good. Also, I set I my it. phone off just then. That over there. Uh, that's great. I don't know why we would have started playing, though. That's very weird. Yeah, it um, didn't sound anything like one does not sound anything like the other. Mm-hmm. But I like the fact that uh, we're we're what uh, your echo thinks is uh, the weeping for humanity. That makes Love me it. very happy to hear that. And I also want to give a quick shout out to Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the handsome older brother on uh, Supernatural. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, Dean sent me these awesome metal dice. I don't know if they're pewter or what these are, but they oh, are cool. my new Thank- perfect dice set. Oh, sh- well, uh, they're almost perfect now. That <laughs> one <laughs> dropped a D6. Um, but like this, let me hold up the D20. This D20, oh, that's Brian's Oh, camera. that is so cool. Yeah, isn't that cool? These are really nice. That is really cool. Nice, heavy, metallic dice. I got the full set so I can play uh, D&D with these things, and I love them, and I just wanted him to know that. So giant thanks to Dean. They just came out of nowhere, and it was really sweet of him to send them. Oh, very cool. So thank you, Dean. Oh, and the case was given to me by John Jagger, who's part of our D&D team. It's made out of actual wormwood. Mm, wormwood. With a phoenix feather uh, tucked inside? No. But you can see the little wormholes from where the worms go, which is why they call it wormwood. <laughs> right? Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know wormwood really has worms. Yep. And the place is called... Worms, Roxanne. I had worms. <laughs> and it's ma- it's magnet. Like, it shuts magnetized. It's very nice. Nice That's cool. Yeah, that perfect. Nice uh, perfect case for some sweet metal dice. That's right. Sweet. I think Dean is the guy who sent me these dice, right? The weird Funhouse mirror warped looking ones. Oh, right. Those are so. I think cool. so. Yeah. Is that where you, they came from? Was Dean? I think Dean sent these to me, and I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm not confusing two different people. Because oh. uh, <laughs> I was just going to search for him when I thanked him when when they arrived on the show, and I don't have the letter near me anymore. To it might have been say. him. Uh, I need to get my hands on some of those too. Those are so rad. They're really cool. All right. Uh, not street league. Yeah, no, no, they don't. They're not going <laughs> to let you throw those in a craps game in Vegas. I don't think. Definitely will not. No. Uh, we're supported by you and your contributions at Patreon.com/slash/TMS. We really, really appreciate it in these weird times. It's uh, keeping us afloat so that we can keep your ears afloat. That again is Patreon.com/slash/TMS. Uh, everything else you might need from us, you can find over at Frogpants.com/slash. TMS. That's a forward slash, just in case you're confused. Um, that's it. We're done. Let's get out but with music. Let's do music. Yeah, this is great. And this is uh, a big thank you goes out to this person. Kelly wrote in and said, hello, I have really enjoyed being able to be a part of the tadpole while working from home during all of this, something I normally very rarely get to enjoy. On Monday, I'm traveling to New York City for work as part of the team doing decontamination of N95 face masks for the hospitals in that area so they can reuse them and cut down on the shortage. I'll be there for two to three weeks and working long hours, so I'll have to go back to keeping up with TMS via podcast. 
I would love to hear some positive vibes from a song of Brian's choice to give me something fun to listen to while I'm stuck in a hotel room in a strange city. Thanks for being a bright light in all this chaos. Signed, Kelly. Oh, thank you for well, saying thank that. Thank you, Kelly, and thank you for doing that. Oh, my God. And I know the um, doctors and nurses in uh, New York are, are, are really appreciative of what you're doing. So thank you for doing that. Uh, Kelly just wanted something uplifting and positive played on the show today. This one, um, this one I discovered last week, even though it apparently was part of a Tide Pods commercial years ago. I had not heard it until uh, last week, and I included it on Guess the Connection on Friday. So some people are going to hear it again, even though, um, uh, well, if they listened to Guess the Connection, they would have heard it. Sure. I still love it. It's super positive. It's fun. And it'll take your mind off of everything that's going on. It is a cover of the song originally done by Men Without Hats. No, not Safety Dance, but their other hit, Pop Goes the World. Here is Savoir Adorer.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You're safe with us. <laughs>